to see today's photo, go to mtforchrist.org or follow me, M.T. Clark, on Facebook or Twitter. Good morning. Today's photo of waves crashing on a rocky shoreline while the setting sun blazes on the horizon of Lake Ontario comes to us from Celestial Blue Photography, as Rocco Saya shared this scene on social media back on January 15th, commenting that the sun actually made an appearance today. <laughs> Rocco's comment reveals the overcast reality of upstate New York winters and how the gray days can make us appreciate it all the more when the sun comes shining in. Well, it's Saturday, and regardless of the weather, uh, the light of the weekend is shining joy into my heart because I am at my countryside home with my wife for the weekend. And because I walk in the spirit, there are seemingly endless sources of peace and joy uh, when I focus on the Lord and all he is and all he has done for me, which includes bringing more people that I can shake a stick at into my life to encourage and to be encouraged by. Before coming to Christ, I spent a lot of time in a basement entertaining myself and seeking to set aside my own selfish and fleshly desires. But since answering the call, the Lord's call to faith in Jesus, I am not alone anymore. I have not only found the love of my life in my wife, Tammy Lynn, but I have made all kinds of friends and acquaintances along the path of Christian discipleship as I have sought to grow and encourage others in their faith. Yesterday, I received a text message from a phone number I didn't know, asking the question, Is this Mark? And because of the spammers and scammers out there in the world, my defenses immediately went up. Because for every genuine brother and sister in Christ that I encounter in the social media universe who are simply looking to encourage or be encouraged in their faith, there are just as many, whether the requests are genuine or not, is hard to discern, um, people uh, looking for money, my money. And sometimes these question, these simple inquiries, is this Mark? Or even more sinister, as they seek to lead me into sexual temptation with invitations to private chats or wish to share explicit photos or videos uh, to fulfill the secret desires of the flesh. Those requests are usually followed by, this is blank, a woman's name that you may or may not know, but that has the unspoken promise for intimacy and a lurid companionship. As someone who has overcome sexual immorality is walking in purity, all my intimate times are reserved for my wife and her alone. I've learned to not even respond when I suspect that these inquiries might be a financial scheme or a trap of the flesh. But yesterday, instead of exchanging texts to go through the process of trying to figure out this texture's intentions, I decided to be bold and actually call the person who sent me the text to cut to the chase. Um, fully expecting uh, the person to either not answer the call or to, or to be someone I obviously didn't know and whose intentions would be revealed to be malicious. But much to my surprise and delight, the person on the other end of the text was not only try, not trying to scam me uh, or seduce me, uh, but it was also someone I knew, and they were a Christian too. It turned out to be Brian Dugan. Uh, forgive the spelling if it's incorrect, Brian, uh, on the blog, uh, who was someone I met back in 2020, I believe, in passing when I was working nights in the hardware department of Walmart, where I occasionally provided customers with uh, Christian encouragements as well as customer service. 
I'm not sure how our conversation turned to the spiritual, but in our exchange way back when, I discovered that Brian, like me, had, had been a man of the world, but who had found uh, peace uh, through his faith in Jesus Christ and was doing his best to live as a Christian despite the world's attempts to call him back into the dark. Back in those days, I was sending out daily messages, uh, daily text messages of my quote-unquote purity series to encourage my brothers in Christ um, before I decided to put them on the blog and was surprised when Brian gave me his number and invited me to add, add him to my list to receive the daily text. Eventually, I started sharing the purity message on my blog and stopped sending out the text, and Brian got lost in the transition. And for whatever reason, he thought about that yesterday and decided to see whatever happened to those texts and reached out to ask. I excitedly told Brian how the text moved to the blog in 2020 and how I started the MT for Christ 247 podcast in 2021 to share my freedom ministry classes and how that led to my meeting Tammy Lynn and getting married on New Year's Day of 2022 and starting the MT for Christ 247 YouTube channel in 2022 as well and how I have continued to follow the Lord and to encourage people to keep walking and talking with God ever since. I thank Brian for reaching out, inviting them to check out the blog, uh, and to subscribe to the YouTube channel to receive daily encouragements as I intend to do so for the foreseeable future, sharing something to point people to Jesus every day. After our conversation, I texted Brian uh, the links uh, to the blog, podcast, and YouTube channel and told them that our exchange would probably be the topic of today's message. And it is. I also wanted to thank them again for reaching out because it encourages me to know that there are others, brothers and sisters in Christ, out there trying to live by faith in the power of the Holy Spirit one day at a time by living a simple and righteous life. Brian texted, I honestly can say that meeting you propelled my faith and assisted me in staying the course. Uh, that ha uh, There have been a ton of miracles in my life since deciding to let go and let God. The path is so much easier now. I always believed, but I look back now and see that I was forcing a lot of things that I wanted instead of just being patient and accepting better things that he had planned for me. His path has way less pricker bushes, LOL. Amen to, amen to that, Brian. God's path and plan for our lives is better than ours could ever be. And what we learn, when we learn uh, to follow him, we suffer a lot less. Ironically, I've been exchanging texts with one of the guys from the Freedom in Christ course that I'm leading currently. And I'm encouraging him to change the way he thinks. Like Brian used to do, I think this man is trying to force things into the way he wants when he just needs to let go and let God and rest in his presence and be patient as God renews his mind and turns his heart of stone into a heart of flesh. But there is hope. After admitting to struggling and not knowing whether his distressing thoughts were coming from his fleshly lust or from the enemy himself, this man I am discipling realized that he had peace when he sat down to study and prepare for a Bible study class he's going to teach at his church today. Uh, I pointed out that when we that we find peace in the Lord's presence, that when we seek to win the battle for the mind, the way we overcome is not just 
is is not in just trying to not think about bad things, but to fill our minds with the good things of God. I shared Philippians 4, 6, and 7 that says, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard our, your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. I pointed out that these verses indicate that when, that when we pray and give thanks, we won't be anxious, and that the peace of God will guard our hearts and minds. You can't think of two things at once. And when we are busy thinking about God and giving Him thanks, we won't be anxious or be afflicted by the things we don't want to be thinking about. And I was, uh, and I was encouraged again by trying to encourage others, as this man seemed to get it and responded that he realized that his focus was on what not to do. And he was going to be patient and focus on the truth of God's word that give him peace instead. I know the Lord guides us and helps us, helps us, but we can propel one another in our faith by encouraging one another and teaching one another about how we can be set free and live a life that is defined by peace and joy through our faith in God. So, keep walking and talking with God. I'll encourage you, and when you tell me that you are seeking and following the Lord's will for your life, believe me when I say, you will encourage me too. Today's Bible verse comes to us from the Quick Scripture Reference for Counseling by John G. Cruis. This morning's meditation verse comes from the section on communication, gossip, and lying. And today's verse is Ephesians 4.25 from the New American Standard Bible. The Word of God says, Therefore, laying aside falsehood, speak truth, each one of you, with his neighbor, for, his, for we are members of one another. Today's verse is the second of two passages of Scripture that fall under the seventh point of our Counseling Reference Guide's resource section on communication, gossip, and lying. And that seventh point is, God forbids us to lie. He wants us to speak the truth. Today's verse instructs us to lay aside our lying ways and to speak truth to our neighbors. For we, in the body of Christ, are members of one another. My testimony of speaking to Brian Dugan should convey, even though I don't know Brian well at all um, and have only had a few exchanges and ha hadn't heard from him in years, I immediately rejoiced when I realized who it was that was reaching out to me. And then we had a simple and faithful testimony, and he had a simple and faithful testimony of his con continuing to follow the Lord, to share. We in the body of Christ are members to one another, and so we shouldn't lie to one another or to put on a false front to appear more holy than we are. We are not only supposed to speak the truth because God commands us to speak the truth, but it is also the basis for every good relationship that we can have. We have to be real with one another to really help one another, and that means telling the truth. I shared yesterday that telling the truth is the first rule of Christian discipleship because we not only want to be authentic with our relationship with God and in our representation of the kingdom of God as disciples, but we also want to enjoy the peace of open and honest relationships in the body of Christ. So, put away all falsehood and tell the truth because we belong to one another.
As always, I invite all to go to mtforchrist.org, where I always share insights from prominent Christian theologians and counselors to assist my brothers and sisters in Christ with their walk. Today we continue sharing from According to Your Word, Morning and Evening, through the New Testament by Stephen F. Alford, which is a collection of devotional journals from 1940 and 41. And uh, as, as we remind you, um, Stephen Alford uh, basically prompts people to read a chapter of the Bible. Uh, today's chapter would be Matthew 25. And from Matthew 25, he quotes Matthew 25, verse 15, where the Word of God says, To each according to his own ability. And Stephen Alford writes, What an encouraging fact this is, yet it is one which carries with it a real responsibility. For according to his own ability, the Lord requires his portion. There is no genuine servant of the Lord who has not been given his talent or talents. To suggest there is to suggest that there is would be to refute the word of God and to cast a doubt on the grace of God. The word declares concerning gifts, the spirit distributes to each one individually as he wills. Moreover, it is emphasized in this parable, God never expects interest from what he is not given. It is true that it is true the slothful servant tried to cast a doubt on the love and justice of God by calling him hard in Matthew twenty five twenty four. But his own injustice condemned him in the end. The Lord's Jesus says, My yoke is easy, Matthew eleven thirty and offered praise, uh, may I be abundantly faithful with the precious gifts God has entrusted to me, for his namesake, amen. And here Alford is uh, pointing to the parable of the servants and all the talents, and they were given, a, you know, one guy is given a, a talent, and he buries it in the ground, and he's chastised by his master for, you know, being a, a lazy servant, basically, and not... Uh, not trying to make a return on the, uh, the thing he gave him, you know. And uh, the principle is that the Lord gives us all individual talents and gifts, you know, in different measure. You know, some people are more talented, and we're all talented in different ways. Um, but whatever, whatever skills or abilities we have uh, been given, the opportunities of life, we're to use them. Um, we're to uh, faithfully use the things we've been given to give God glory and to give glory to his kingdom. So, um, whatever your talent may be, there's something for you to do in the body of Christ. Um, all of us, I think, I think all of us can point to Jesus as, you know, the person to put our faith in. And beyond that, you know, it really depends on that person. Some people are, are talented speakers. Some can do... You know, service for the body of Christ, simple service, um, and we can always do acts of kindness, no matter what your abilities are. And so, what we're to do is not to hide those talents, uh, but to use them uh, for God's glory. God gave them to us for a reason. And uh, Ephesians, you know, points out that um, God created us for good works, and so we're we we don't get approved by God for good works, but we're created for for we're good works. You know, why are we here? To do good works, to give God glory, to enjoy Him fully. That's our purpose in life. That's what God made us all for. And when we, you know, try to satisfy ourselves or the flesh, you know, that's when we are not giving God glory because we're we're taking our talent 
and forgetting about it. We're just using it for our own selfish gains or not using it at all in some sort of selfish pursuit. But that's not the way, you know, we're all members to one another and uh, we're, we're members to, to God's kingdom. So we're supposed to, um, you know, the harmony that we'll have in our relationship with the Lord comes from, you know, answering the call on our, our lives to represent him and to be with him uh, at all times. So we encourage that. Today, uh, it's Saturday, uh, if you don't know, the, the Chosen Season 4 has been released in theaters. Episodes 1 through 3 are now being you know, shown in theaters across America. Uh, and I and my wife are going to see it today. Uh, we'll be at Crossgates Mall to see the 11.30 showing of uh, The Chosen. I'll be sitting in the way back <laughs> in the corner. I like to be uh, uh, hemmed in, and I'll probably be on the aisle seat so I can get up if I need to get up. Uh, and have a good view of the th uh, of the theater. And um, I guess this is, if you've seen the trailer, um, it looks like it's going to be a pretty heavy uh, season as things move closer and closer to the cross. Um, so um, I'm gonna I'm, I'm looking forward to to it. But uh, you know the the early reaction says that uh, it's a pretty heavy moment at the end of this first this first installment of season four. So. Uh, no spoiler alerts because I don't really know what's going to happen, but um, uh, it's going to. I love the chosen. It's a sort of a guilty pleasure as it takes license with the Word of God to give us a drama uh, based on Jesus and His apostles, and uh, I like it. So um, you can criticize it if you like, but if it points people to God, I don't care if it's not perfect or you know it's creative in some ways that you don't approve of. Um, it's better than uh, it's better than at all the other films that are out there uh, that aren't giving glory to God. So uh, we encourage you to go check out the Chosen seasons one through three are available uh, streaming places on DVD and uh, and the latest season is being in, released in theaters. It's it's already out there. Um, so that's one thing you can do. You know, in life we 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 get in trouble when we. Um, when we come to faith in Jesus and we continue to entertain ourselves with the things of this world. So I'm not saying you have to abandon all secular entertainment, um, but it probably wouldn't be a bad idea. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, um, but we have to grow in our capacities. You know, when you try to be Joe Holy and uh, only study the Bible and you're new to the faith, you, you you have the potential for burning out in your faith, so you got to you got to take it in small amounts until you can build the capacity to you know to do nothing but listen to Christian music and watch Christian movies and read Christian books. Take some transition, and God created you know other things for us to enjoy. So um, be discerning, and uh, if you're if your walk with the Lord starts to feel hard, then you got to relax. You're trying to force it, you know. Just keep walking and talking with God, stay in His presence. You know, if you lose your peace, you got to realize something's not right. You know? So try to find that balance. I'll be trying to find it today as I as, uh, <laughs> as I got things to do, and uh, you know, there only seems to be so much time. But uh, we'll do our best to to find peace this weekend and uh, have real joy um, with my wife and. Uh, 
of the Lord. So let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, thank you for another day in your kingdom. We thank you so much for all that you do for us. We thank you for you know bringing people in our lives like Brian Dugan to encourage us along in our faith. Uh, we encourage one another because you know we both found you and uh, we're both following you the best we can. Um, Lord, we just pray for anyone uh, who might be listening or reading today's message that you come alongside them and their prayer request and their walk of faith. And uh, Lord, um, we pray for you to help us too. Open our eyes to the things you want us to see today and lead our steps in the way we should go. Because all we want to do is represent you and your kingdom. Um, and Lord, we desperately need your help in doing that. So uh, we thank you, we praise you, we love you, and we pray all these things in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen.